on that point, we've talked about resumes and how you could approach a resume, if especially if you're a student coming in with not that much experience. Um, mm-hmm. I want to pull our focus more towards cover letters now. And mm-hmm. I know that with resumes, I feel like it's, you, that you know a starting point of resume because you know that, oh, you got to have your education, your work experience. It's kind of like you have a structure to follow. But with the cover right. letters, I've noticed that there is like less structure in terms of like, oh, you need to have the same header as your resume. You need to have the name of, you need to address it to someone, things like that. But with the actual content, I've noticed that it's a lot more fluid. So, so let's talk a little bit about cover letters and how like you think we should approach them. For sure. Absolutely. So cover letters, again, is your own personal story. So it will differ person to person. Every single person will have a different cover letter. Um, There's no one right answer for how it should be done. What I love to do personally, and I've seen work really, really well, is um, adding stories or context to the accomplishments that you mentioned in your resume. So resume, because it's short, doesn't allow you the space to talk about the exact process or your thought process or your personal contribution um, that led you to that outcome. So cover letter is a really good space and a really good opportunity to talk about that. So for example, if the, uh, the, for example, the UBC podcast reached 200 people, then in the resume you would mention impacted 200 students. But in the cover letter, it gives you an opportunity to talk about the struggles that you went to or the exact process of the digital marketing that you followed that helped it reach 200 students. That's kind of the analogy that I would use to describe what should go in a cover letter. Um, and in terms of formatting, what's worked really well for me personally is talking about three things. One is talking about why I want to work for the company. So that paragraph is often going to be most tailored. Um, yeah, that, that paragraph is the most tailored section of the cover letter. Second is why am I a good match for the company? This is where I'm talking about my skills, my experiences, and the value that I bring to the table. And then the third will be an open opportunity for like being, you know, adding anything that you think your resume didn't include or wasn't even related necessarily to the job or you want to mention. So that's kind of what the process or the paragraph is how I break it up into. And it's, it's worked really well in the past. Yeah, no, that's a great call out as well. And one thing that I think did help a little bit when I first started was that in, so in Soto, we do this course called Com 202, right? Um, so for those of you who aren't in Soto, it's pretty much a career fundamentals course where they teach you like resumes, cover letters, networking, things like that. And so in a resume, the format you want to follow is a result, action, task, situation. So you go from, you start from the result and you move back into the situation. And that's, that's one of the statements you put, but in your cover letter, you flip that and you go into situation, task, action, result, right? So it's called rats versus star. Um, and I've, it's exactly what you said. So in your resume, you want to keep it to the point. You, you just want to say what you did, like, give the recruiters a bang for their buck and tell them I did this. Maybe we made X amount of money doing that or we increased efficiency by Y. But in your cover letter, you can add more context to it saying that as a company, we were struggling with our retention rate for XYZ. And I went ahead, built a tool that took into account XYZ and then eventually got us to a result that put the company or the team in a better place than they were before I was there. And I think that definitely helps a lot because um, very honestly, what I think is that there's people out there who could have resumes better than you um, and chances are they will, right? Um, but with your cover letters, when you add a story, I think that's where it's not a, it's less about being better than the other person, but more of 
you get to put more of yourself into it, right? So your your personality can really come through it. And one thing that I remembered as well when you were talking was that when I first started applying, my cover letters used to be like maybe three paragraphs. I had the short intro paragraph, which was like two to three lines. I had two body paragraphs and then I had my conclusion. Um, but over the years, so it's been about two years since I actually got into it, right? Applying for internships mm-hmm. and stuff. It's become a lot shorter. So I might still have two or three paragraphs, but I'm way more succinct now than I was two years ago. And I'm sure that moving forward, I'll, I'll learn more how to do that. And I've noticed that that actually works better when I've been able to keep it more succinct. So tell me a little bit about that. Like, did you, is that something you notice as well? Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Because a lot of the times people will keep cover letters or job postings or companies will keep job cover letters optional um, because they simply just don't have the time to look at it and read every single person's story, which is understandable and which is very like reasonable as well so you're right cover letters should be included to give context to your accomplishments but at the same time you still want to be succinct and like you said perfectly uh give a bang for the buck like you know if they're reading they want to be able to say and come out of reading your cover letter and say this person is x y or z so one rule that i love to follow is when you're crafting your personal story what are one to three words that people can describe you in? And when you write your cover letter, you want to think back to it and say, all these experiences I'm mentioning or all the story that I'm mentioning, will they come out of this experience feeling or describing me as one of those words? That's, that's, that's how short you want to keep it. That's how succinct you want to keep it. And that's how you know that it's, comprehensive and cohesive as opposed to being scattered all over the place and you know being lost in translation yeah that's a very good point actually i definitely didn't i haven't used that so far but i will um never thought about it like that but it's kind of cool it's a way of the way i understand is it's a way of putting your own personal brand into your cover letter and making sure that you're regularly kind of appealing to the recruiter saying i told you i'm I'm a hard worker or whatever word you want to choose, adjective you want to use. And then you're consistently putting that to the recruiter. You're adding evidence to Um, it. Like I learned it from one of my coffee chats. She was great. She explained it in such a beautiful way. She said, okay, Malika, if you look at it yourself as an entrepreneur, then like every single one of your experiences points to the same entrepreneurial skill or set or, um, yeah, like, you know, trait. And that really helped me in uh, crafting my stories in in a similar way. So definitely helpful tip yeah no and i know that i just remember that when we talk about resumes we said that oh we want to keep it super specific you want to make sure you're appealing to that one to the roles that you the industry you want to be in and also to the job with cover letters again um what i've learned i guess the hard way or, or not is the fact that you want to tie it back to that job description or to the company um with almost every paragraph you're writing right so you could say that i did a project and the result was that and it was all great but at the end of the day at the end of that paragraph you want to tie it back to that job role like to that role and say that at this company when i join your team um i i will use these skills to do similar or like better if not better work within your team and i've noticed that that's usually the tougher piece um for me at least because i'm able to write a story but then again the fact that i have to tie it back is always difficult but do you have any tips for that No, for sure. I think honestly, I've struggled with that too. Because sometimes you just think, hey, like this job posting is cool, but I don't know, like what I'll be able to do in the specific, like what value I'll bring. And 
I think what you really want to be able to do is picture yourself in the role and communicate into two main pieces. Um, Companies or not even companies, honestly, anyone, businesses, companies, people hire people for two reasons. Either they help them make money or they help them save time. So when you're tying it back to them, if you don't have anything else, talk about how you can help them either make money or um, help them save time. Mm. That could be increased efficiency. That could be increased revenue. That could be decreased, um, I don't know, decreased loss of revenue. That could be anything. That could be increased productivity. Um, talk about those things. And that's how you can tie it back in your story and like picture yourself in the role and then tell them what value you'll be able to bring if given that role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, for sure and and going back to your work with um accelerate plus right so as we wrap up this podcast just talk about a little bit talk a little bit about accelerate plus what do you guys do and if students listening to this podcast could if they can leverage it um, absolutely would love that? to so i started accelerate plus in my second year and my mission is the same as it was two years ago which is helping students get jobs and making their career dreams more achievable um we started off by offering a lot of webinars to students. So we would have online events around all of these things that I'm talking about today, helping them with their resume, helping them with their cover letter, interviewing. So if you want to uh, interact with our social media channels, which we're re- where we're really active, then feel free to join any one of those events that you find interesting. Uh, but more than that, now we're actually coming up with something really exciting and we're coming up with an e-platform that students will be able to engage in. Uh, so yeah, subscribe to be an early tester or an early adopter of our technology and stay in touch. And you can also reach out to my personal LinkedIn. Uh, I reply reasonably fast (laughs) so definitely add me on linkedin happy to help anyone and everyone listening to this podcast awesome yeah that was a perfect (laughs) way to end it i was just gonna say um if you do have more questions which i wouldn't be surprised if you did um definitely reach out to to malvika and get your questions like answered and other than that i think there is a lot of information out there for resumes and cover letters so definitely leverage those um, and the purpose of this was to just give you perspective from, I guess, two students who've been in your shoes or are in your shoes at the point at this moment um, and can really help sometimes to hear from others and how they went about their own journey. But on that note, Malvika, thank you so much for recording this. Um, really appreciate you taking the time to be here. And to those of you who tuned in, thank you so much for tuning in to the UBC podcast.